Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Disaster Peace Publishing House. I'm Dev Solovey. And I'm Joan Metz. And this is a show about the Wild West of weird internet literature. Dramatic, Dramatic readings, readings included. included. Now, Dev, you know, I just remembered another thing about the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, Oh, boy, too. here we go. Um, okay, so... There was, like, that whole scene where they were building, like, the, like, chair forts or whatever, and it just, it really get, you really get the feeling that they didn't really know what to do, because they had these animatronics, and yeah, it's cool, but also they couldn't actually do any of this shit in the movie that the writing called for, so there are all these cuts where it's like, oh, you see the animatronic about to pick up a chair, and I'm starting to think it might not be a great movie. I'm starting to think Steamboat Willie is going to be in the sequel. Uh, we're here to revisit some stuff. Yeah, speaking of things that are in the public domain. <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah, we wanted to um, revisit a couple of our favorites that we felt maybe didn't get enough limelight that they, they should have. And uh, Now that we have a better audience and we're a little bit better at doing this, we want yeah. to talk about them again. Yeah, yeah. Because as, as great as it was, like, listening to my first reactions of listening to Carl, White mattress Plan- Carl White's Mattress Planet, I just... You know, it'd be it'd be fun. Yeah, it's a I, fun thing to do in the new year. I, I feel like this should be our thing. Is every year we need to retackle Carl White's mattress plan? <laughs> every single year. Yeah, okay. because it's every time you read it, I feel like there's another thing that you can appreciate about it. Oh, uh, we should we should do the proper content warning uh, for this too. Right. Yeah. Um. um so, uh, Deb, do you mind if I give a little bit of background? Uh, are we gonna start with Carl White? Or I think start? we're gonna start with Carl White's mattress. Okay. Plan. Yeah. Oh no, we're not. That's right. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're yeah. going to do Carl White's Mattress Planet and... Um, Rick and Morty ruin Adam. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in this episode. Uh, the, these are two of our favorites. For yeah. whatever reason, of all the shit that we've done, these are the things that can't leave our brain. Carl White's Mattress Planet, probably because it was, like, for me, the first thing that, like, I, I learned as a, we're going to read this thing out loud... Uh, to people who've never heard it and see their reactions <laughs> yeah. uh, I've ever seen. And then for Rick and Morty and Adam, it's because we got Adam Conover to read it. And <laughs> yeah. some of the descriptions in it kind of hurt his feelings, <laughs> yeah. um, which we feel bad about, but we got him to read it. So as far yeah. as, as far as I'm concerned, this is uh, an, a spinoff podcast of Adam Ruins Everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of these days we're going to get him on, I swear. I feel like it's achievable. You can't reach the stars if you don't shoot for him. So we can, <laughs> I suppose, give some background as to how we found Rick and Morty Ruin Adam, just to recap for everybody. We were looking through AO3 just to kind of see what they had, and, the you know, we did the sad blart and all that. Um, we and, just thought, like, the most random crossover possible. Right? Yeah, we were, we were talking um, about... Uh, I think somebody had referenced Adam Conover um, coming in like, well, actually, and then you said, hey, Dev, while we're mic'd, can you look up <laughs> yeah. if there's... Well, actually, <laughs> yeah. there is a fan fiction for that. <laughs> Joe said something that like lives in my head rent-free. They said, I want to see what he ruined. <laughs> Which is choice. But anyway, we were scrolling, we found this Rick and Morty ruin Adam. It's a crossover, and it's a, a pretty clever one, in yeah, my opinion. It's like, like, it's genuinely a good concept. Yeah, it, it's, it's well executed. Executed. Uh, I don't know. I've been really enjoying fan-made content that gets the spirit of the thing. Yeah. Recently, because it's it's a skill. You yeah. Know, I used to really not like fan content, and now it's my favorite stuff out there. 
Yeah, no, and it, it shows a genuine passion and love for the source material, and it, it's always fun to see that, especially when someone has a really unique take on it. One of, one of these days, we are going to do a full animatic of this, too. Because <laughs> okay. it rules. It's funny on purpose, and it's it, it captures the tone of all the characters. Mm-hmm. It acknowledges that Adam Conover in the show is like kind of a lonely weirdo. Yeah, yeah, which is a character he plays. Two thousand years later. You know, if I had a nickel for every time we had to stop recording because Marzipan started puking in front of us, <laughs> I would have two nickels. Which isn't that much, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> Marzi, we, we appreciate I love you. you. <laughs> I love you so much. Special oh, guests. Okay, so um I forgot what we were saying. Were we just like jumping into it? <laughs> Uh, we might have been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. We're, we're both tired, and I'm a little stoned, so... All right. Yeah. Let's go. And, uh, oh, Joan has asked me to do the voice of Rick, so we'll see how badly I tear up my vocal cords. All right, Rick and Morty Ruin Adam by Eager Question. Summary. Rick Sanchez has been called upon to venture into the dimension containing one of the fiercest, most terrifying creatures in the multiverse, Adam Conover. It's all good, Rick, C-133B said, patting C-137 in the back. Here's your portal. Just go on right through. No no need to thank me. Wow, Rick. Uh, I didn't think uh, C-133B. That's no need to thank me. Time is money. Go on. Rick and Morty jumped through the portal, and as it closed, something dawned on the elderly scientist. Shit, we've been set up. I knew I couldn't trust him. Oh, jeez, Rick, what are you talking about? This isn't our dimension, Morty. This is dimension 7R007V. What? Morty asked. H- how do you know? Uh, a lab coat? A handsome, if chubby, blonde man in his 30s said with astonishment as he walked past them. By the way, that's the uh, description that Adam Conover didn't like. <laughs> handsome, if chubby. <laughs> Anyway, uh, as he walked past him, spinning on his heel like a cartoon. You know, most scientific work today does not require lab coats. And of the work that does, most would require that you never wear it outside of the lab itself. You could be contaminating everyone with various genetically modified strains of E. coli as we speak. Rick glared at Adam Conover. Come on, Morty, we need to get out of here. If I know this asshole... He's going to try and drag us into one of his stupid explainer videos that teach people things a rudimentary Google search should be able to show. He smiled. Actually, Google's algorithm optimizes for things like clicks and satisfaction, not for truth. So if certain people are using it to search only certain things, then their ability to Google material would be severely hampered. Rick's blood pressure rose as he noticed the screen was covered by an animation in 8-bit style of somebody who constantly searches for pizza, trying to find the history of Domino's the game and failing. <laughs> That's a good one. That's just, this is what I say, what I mean when I say this captures the, the oeuvre of um, uh, Adam Ruins Everything yeah. so well. Yeah. It, it, it's also like a really f- like kind of funny critique of like the show at a certain point. Yeah. You know? yeah. There, there was a point where the web show was like not as well researched as the um, TV show ended up being. So yeah. there, there were like some some criticisms to be had about like the shallowness of the information displayed. But, you know, 
that's neither here nor there. Yeah, plus also we need science communicators anyhow, because yeah. nobody's going to do the research themselves. Yeah, Bill <laughs> Nye has been trying and failing to explain to people, no, there's more than two genders, actually, for the past ten years in failing while people go... No, but you used to say this, though. So, like, we're fucking dumb animals, and Adam Conover deserves a hug. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm just nervous, because the last time we did this, he paid attention to us, and I'm terrified that he's going to again. Well, it wasn't that he paid attention to us. It's that we made a joke about tweeting it at him, and then I took the bit too far. (laughs) Which means that we're going to have to take the bit too far again! (laughs) No, we don't. Yes, we do! You know, this is something I learned over the New Year, is that you don't actually have to commit to every bit. Yes, you do, though. (laughs) Counterpoint? (laughs) I disagree. Source, I made it up. All right. (laughs) Uh, That's why you use alternative cookie and historyless search engines like DuckDuckGo. If you don't want to find it on the first page of Google, moron, Rick said as the animation ended. Come on, Morty. Rick! How are we going to get out? We're only here because your portal gun broke and the last dimension didn't have enough isotope, whatever it was, to make a new one. That's right. Great idea, Morty. Come on. He grabbed his grandson's arm and ran off towards what looked like the city center. After a few hundred meters, they slowed down and took a bus. This is perfect, Morty. This dimension has an LHC just like ours. If we can hijack it. That's very illegal. Adam said, having come from just out of frame and nearly giving Morty a heart attack in the process. What? Oh, where did you come from? What's going on? Relax, Morty. It's just more of his uh, TV magic, Rick said, making quotation marks with his fingers. Presumably this asshole has latched onto us like a fucking remora, and we won't be free until he's finished ruining whatever whatever it is he wants to ruin. Do you know that remoras may actually clean sharks of parasites? In fact... Oh my god, do you never shut up. Rick grabbed Alan by his... <laughs> Alan. A uh, bit of a typo there, Alan. Yeah. By his suspenders and lifted him up. Alan swallowed, uh, leaning his head away from the screaming old man. This is useless. Anyone who doesn't already know this is, or is too stupid to know, or doesn't give enough fucks to want to. Adam smiled. Actually... Oh, come on. Rick interrupted dropping Adam violently, but the blonde man would not be deterred. The modern idea of intelligence is suspect, and dismissing people as stupid is a centuries-old tool of class warfare. This is Adam Bruins Everything, and I'll tell you all about it after the break. <laughs> and that is written there. It's not just yeah. the jingles. Are... <laughs> It was 1904, and Alfred Binet had found a way to test for mental development problems in children. Adam started. Uh, Francis Galton tried it first, Rick interrupted, but Adam ignored that as a puppet show appeared. I'm Alfred Binet, a puppet facsimile of the French researcher said. I want to find out what students need to help in school. That's a great idea and a way to help students. Adam smiled. But all of that changed when Henry Goddard... Yeah, yeah, Goddard applied a racist test to justify racism, blah, blah. Intelligence testing is bullshit, blah, blah. Most uh, IQ tests map tightly onto cur- maps with wealth and access to good childhood nutrition. The Alfred Binet and Henry Goddard puppets look around in confusion as Rick spoke. 
and even the supposedly cultural agnostic tests are still heavily reliant on specific variables, such that IQ tests only really measure how good you are at taking them. For example, the pattern matching tests are usually visually based. Does that make all blind people morons? What about people trained to read right to left? The screen switched back to them. Adam, perhaps for the first time since they'd arrived, paused and looked speechless. Also, intelligence is contingent on circumstance and best described as a set of skills that anyone can in theory get better at, plus or minus some natural talent. Did I uh, miss anything? Adam shook his head slightly. Rick cleared his throat and glanced outside. The airport! Yes! Come on, Morty! They rushed to the airport and began looking for trips to Switzerland. Oh, jeez, Rick! I think that guy felt bad! Morty said. Yeah, well, uh, Morty, nobody likes a show-off and nothing he said mattered anyway. You don't have to be such a dick, you know? Yes, I did. Do you have no idea what it's like, Morty, being the smartest man in the universe? Everyone's like a monkey. Do you know what that's like? To feel like you're constantly surrounded by morons? It's exhausting, Morty. Makes me uh, want to blow all this shit up. Actually, Adam said, coming out of a suitcase that had been left leaning against a wall. Jesus, are you, are you serious right now? Wealthy and educated people are less likely to engage in antisocial behavior. And while ITQ test measurements are largely meaningless in and of themselves, there is a strong negative correlation between their scores and the likelihood of you being imprisoned. You think this is a joke, you little turd? Rick asked, pulling a gun out of his lab coat. I'm not fucking around! Not ten seconds after he said this, a dozen different tasers from a dozen different airport security offers hit Rick, making him convulse and fall to the floor. Aw, oh, jeez! Morty said, lifting his arms in, a, in non-aggression against the security offers as they approached the unconscious Rick. Wow, you guys were really on the ball in this one, Adam told the security officers as he followed. Did you know that most airport security measures are completely useless? And that's why you can't use your intelligence as an excuse to be an asshole. Adam finished. It's true, Rick, said a security officer with a British accent, thin, pale face and light blonde hair. Rick, meet Noah Carl a researcher and doctoral candidate in sociology at Nuffield College, Oxford. He has written about the links between trust, intelligence, and human development across nations. The evidence shows that more intelligent populations engage in more pro-social behavior across the board, and the more intelligent individuals are generally more trusting. Two thousand years later. And this even tracks when you educate populations over time. Good God, are you listening to this guy, Morty? I don't know, Rick. I mean, it sounds pretty solid, Rick. He had a bunch of charts about it and everything. Oh, no, you've converted him. Don't listen to his bullshit, Morty. Don't listen to him. It's all a hoax to make you think you've learned something when you really haven't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Adam sat sat beside Rick, who had been shackled to the chair in every way imaginable by paranoid and worried security officers. Come on, Rick. You're a scientist. Why aren't you happy that we're giving science to the masses? Because you're not, Rick said, nearly jumping at Adam and biting him like a rabid dog. You're not a fucking... Do you think any of your so-called viewers know how to do regression analysis, how? Huh? Do you, Conover? Do you think they know how isolating variables works? How to correct for confounders? Basic lab safety? Adam looked down, pressing his lips tightly. 
Rick didn't care. You're a fraud, Conover. <laughs> you're not teaching anybody science. You're teaching them facts. Facts that may be outdated in an hour. Facts that may turn out to be wrong. Facts that won't matter if somebody else comes around and goes, Oh, look at me. I know this because of science. And they won't, they won't be able to tell the difference because you didn't actually teach them shit. Wow, said soon-to-be Dr. Noah Carl. I'll... I'll just... I'll go. <laughs> he walked backwards away from the room while Adam glared at the floor. Rick continued to glare, struggling against the chair he was stuck to. Is that a good enough reason? Do you understand now? Did you learn something today? What do you need in order to leave? <laughs> Adam asked, his voice quieter. What? I don't know why you're here or what I'm even ruining, and... You said you wanted to go to Switzerland? Wow, Mr. Conover, you'd really, um, do that for us? Because that would be, I mean, we'd really like that. Don't listen, Morty, it's a trap. It's not a trap. I can use my TV powers. I just, if I help you, will you leave me and never come back? Rick glared at the blonde man for a moment, then a smile came upon his lips. I hate this place anyway. <laughs> Adam snapped his fingers, and they found themselves at CERN. This is perfect, Morty. All I need to do is start it up, and with it I can recharge my broken portal gun. It'll take a couple of hours, but we can finally get home. Ah, oh, jeez, oh Mr. Conover. Thank you for using your TV powers to help us out. No problem, Morty. Hopefully you and your grandpa can go home and stop ruining my episodes. Win-win, really. Though Adam was forcing a smile, Morty could see Rick's rant had done a number on him. Ah, oh, jeez, Mr. Conover. I, I don't actually know how the LHC works, he said, looking around as Rick paid them no heed and focused on hijacking the facility. It's a particle accelerator, Morty. Nothing really fancy, just a very big thing that shoots particles at each other until they collide. And hopefully sometimes they hit each other so fast that they break, letting physicists understand fundamental particles better. But Mr. Conover, how do they do that? Well, they have these electromagnetic fields. <laughs> Don't encourage him, Morty, Rick said as he passed by the two of them. Adam sighed. Ah, <sighs> your grandpa's right. My show is just more easily digested version of a Wikipedia article. It doesn't teach people science. It teaches them results that real scientists found. I'm not empowering the masses. I'm just perpetuating the cycle of complacency regarding scientific-sounding claims while people with bad intentions use that to trick the public into making bad choices. Morty glanced at the two men, one tall and thin, the other shorter and chubbier, one a massive asshole, the other tactless yes. but well-intentioned. You know, Mr. Conover, I think your show really does help. You do? Yeah, I, I think... I think most people never really look into things anyway, you know? They just listen to whatever was on the news or on TV, and then they repeat or believe things until someone else comes along. And I think, nothing else, Mr. Conover, you know, I think, I think you're trying to make people more curious about things, you know? I am. Adam said with a smile. And you know, I, 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 I think at the end of the day, if more people are more curious and like, you know, more willing to change what they think when new information comes along, that's... That's a good thing, you know? Adam grinned. You're right. This is harder than the Rick voice, actually, is doing know. the two of them. I'm, I'm suffering here. You want to switch? You want to switch this up? I, no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, if you want, I can do Adam. I, I can't. Can I do Rick? Can I do Rick? 
Sure. If if I I'll get do to Rick do... and I'll do Rick and Morty if you do Adam in the the narration. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Adam Grind. You're right. And I mean, maybe you're not really teaching science, but if more people are more curious about things, maybe they'll sit down and learn the harder parts on their own. Thank you, Morty. Adam said, pulling Morty up to his height and into a hug. Um, I, uh, okay, that's, that's enough. Right, sorry. Adam said, putting the teenager down. Uh, Grandpa Rick, are, are you almost done? I'm done, Morty, but this is ancient technology. Like I said, it's gonna take a few hours. Hey, maybe Mr. Conover can explain something to us while that, uh... Rick's glare spoke volumes. I, I just meant... It's fine, Morty, Adam said. I've done my part. Out of nowhere, the TV show host took out an electric bicycle and began to pedal. Soon he began to lift into the air in the hallway. What the fuck? <laughs> Morty asked. And nearly as soon as he had, Adam crashed onto the roof and collapsed on the ground unconscious. Goes to show you, Morty. Rick said. Never take off indoors unless you really know what you're doing. Should we help him? You'll be fine. Maybe he can... Ruin concussions next. The credits roll. Adam's eyelids twitched as he started to wake up. A pair of gromphlemites stood at attention near Adam's bed, while a young human woman wearing a bright, shiny red and black leather suit with an upturned collar and silver shoulder pads. Um, so, Adam, I can call you Adam, right? Adam, I'm hoping you can help me out here. If we ever meet aliens, they're unlikely to be humanoid, he muttered, squinting at her. Can I get a better dosage here? She asked. A frightened human nurse nodded, her hands trembling as she searched for the right drug before injecting Adam with something. After a moment, he blinked hard. Ow, my head hurts. What's going on? Who are you? All in due time, Adam. Still, as a member of what used to be the Galactic Federation... I've been putting a lot of considerable resources into tracking down or destroying the man who destroyed my society. A man I know is recently in this dimension after we tried to kill him by stranding him in Dimension 35C. And I have reason to believe that you, dear Adam, hold the key to the information I'm missing. Now, I will ask you, where did Rick Sanchez go? I don't know. We didn't really... Adam's confused expression seemed genuine enough to convince her. I think he just wanted to leave. Damn it, Tammy said. Oh, that's right. It's Tammy. <laughs> I forgot everything I know about Rick and Morty. <laughs> she stood up, then dismissed the recovering blonde man with a wave of her hand. Whatever. Let's go. We're wasting time. Do we kill them? One of the Gromphlemite guards asked. She rolled her eyes. Do I look like I care? <laughs> Did you get any of that? <laughs> <laughs> like the... The ending? Yeah. Did you get any of that? Um, All right, that that's fun. I feel like I feel like it's been changed. Yeah, it feels different, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel something changed about it. Did they edit the? Are we tracking the progress of this fanfic as it slowly evolves? Maybe. Is this evidence of the Mandela effect? To us? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm gonna go and beat some sense into death so we don't talk about Mandela effects. <laughs> I just think it's funny that people believe wrong things. I don't know. 
Anyway. I was okay. No, I, I've I've been watching uh, an old like MTV animated show in uh, on YouTube because someone just uploaded it all in one chunk, mm. and like the pin comment is like the the original uploader being like, "Oh my fucking god!" Reading these comments, you people are idiots. No, it's not a Mandela catalog, a thing or whatever. It's just a TV show you don't remember. Shut the fuck up. You people are idiots, and it's really fucking funny. Anyway. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. Content warning. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, this is Carl White's Mattress Planet. Um, Joan in the episode about it said that this is a good litmus test for the stuff we're going to cover on the show. And I don't think that ended up being true in the long run. Um, <laughs> no, I would put Sonic High School at about the same level yeah, of atrocities. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't think it's any worse than Carl White's Mattress Planet. Yeah, um, I think Carl White's Mattress Planet isn't as bad. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. No, um, so content warnings, um, bodily dead, fluids, dead gore, children. dead children, yeah. Um, butt fucking with a gun, not necessarily <laughs> consensually. Uh, it's, um, it's a humorous, um, it's, I, I don't know, it's the shock fic version of horror comedy, you know Yeah, I mean. it's a horror humor is yeah. what it's described as. If your kid was so stupid, he died in a mattress store. What lengths would you go to to make sure you look like the biggest idiot possible? That's the description of this. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that's accurate. Yeah. Um, they, I, I don't know that we can describe this experience. You just have to experience yeah. it with us. So I think we should jump right yeah. in. Uploaded by Wax Metal, but uh, Carl White's Mattress Planet by Jordan Seifert. Carl White's Mattress Planet was a popular place. Not mega popular, mind you, but popular enough that people knew it. And maybe even thought about it every once in a while. It wasn't a place you glanced over, unless you didn't need a mattress. Most people needed a mattress at the worst of times, and they weren't everyday purchases, but people had an idea of where they needed to go if they needed a mattress. Carl White's Mattress Planet. Carl was a nice guy. He wore nice navy suits with baby blue, or sky blue as he called it, dress shirts, underneath in a regular toxic green tie. His sandy blonde hair had gone gray with age, and his firm smile had grown withered, but he was still Carl. Fucking Carl. <laughs> For his son's eighth birthday, he promised him a party with a balloon castle. One of the big bouncy ones that were like a low-quality maze, but with a high-quality moon-jumping action. But Carl couldn't afford a balloon castle. The RGB Super Fun Factory on the edge of town had fallen off of the earth, leaving Carl with no real options. It wasn't like there was a second balloon castle rental place in town. He eyed his feet, looked up into the mirror, and farted through his lips. Well, uh, hmm. The worst way to describe that. <laughs> I said that in the, the first one, and I yeah. stand by it. That's the worst way to I describe it. I think it's the it. best way, because they don't, like, they don't write the automatopoeia there, but I knew exactly the noise no, I had to make. Yeah. Technically, yeah. it is the best yeah. way you could describe it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking right there! Bounce Castle Emporium. Carl pointed a finger at himself in the mirror like, Carl, you goddamn genius. Carl White's Mattress Planet. <laughs> Three days later, a crowd of eight-year-old boys, each more hideously dressed than the last, filed their way into Carl White's Mattress Planet. Just imagining kids with, like, those um, blue uh, camouflage pants yeah, and shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Take 
take off your goddamn shoes, Carl shouted. He did paperwork while the kids jumped around on his mattresses. He quietly remarked to himself that this is fucking gay. (laughs) This is fucking gay. (laughs) Mr. White, watch! Some weird kid screamed. <laughs> Carl looked up from his desk just in time to see two boys take a flying leap and slam into each other midair. One, of, one fell to the floor and landed on his knees. Rug burned from the rub rug. He pissed his pants and started crying. The other boy, not so fortunately, twisted through the air and broke his neck off a table, falling limp to the floor. You can't read it le- grave like that because the moment you do it gets weird. <laughs> no, it's he shit his pants, but no tears. <laughs> I could never read that line out loud the first time. He shit his pants, but, but no, no tears, tears came to his, his eyes. eyes. <laughs> Instead, blood ran from under his eyelids and mixed with a dislodged pile of puke that had blown up from inside the child's throat. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Ass. Fuck. Dick. Stick a dick. Fuck a bitch. Cocksucker. Hot action, Mr. White screamed. <laughs> he frantically dialed 911, his finger running over the buttons like a hand cheetah, so hot blisteringly finger-fucked that the police could barely hear a word he stuttered. He fumbled in the receiver in between his hands, gulping down a ball of saliva the size of a water balloon, sweat pouring into his mouth and down his cheeks, only to steam up out from under his hot collar. Kid's dead. Carl White's fucking mattress planet. <laughs> Technically, only an MD can pronounce a child dead, the officer replied. <laughs> you are a fucksuck! <laughs> the boy, who had been wearing a blue shirt with a pair of scissors on it, lay motionless on the floor. His father was the first to arrive, and with mind-blowing show of caution, he scooped up the boy into his arms. The child's limp body hung in his father's warm grasp, but that didn't matter because the kid was fucking dead. <laughs> the father, Mr. Weston, tears running from his eyes, looked up at Carl and bit his lip. My son is fucking dead because you were too fucking goddamn stupid to move a fucking table. <laughs> Fuck you, Mr. White shouted, wagging his still sore finger. You're a dick. <laughs> no. Fuck you, Carl. You fucking double cock fuck and sucker. <laughs> Carl was stunned into silence. It was the worst insult anyone had ever conceived. (laughs) He practically shit himself with anger, a blood vessel popping right above his eye, sending a thin turd log out from his forehead and onto the ground. I just shit from my face. That's amazing. (laughs) At least my son isn't fucking dead, Carl shouted. A shower of spit raining through the air. Oh yeah, you dumb dick. Mr. Weston, father of the dead boy, grabbing his blood-soaked child by the split bone in his foot, the limp carcass swung back and forth aimlessly and out of control, rising and falling with Mr. Weston's shocked breaths, swinging his own dead son over his shoulder. He lumbered (laughs) across the room into Mr. White's son, Jake. Jake, I hope you like being dead as much as my son does! Jake felt slim white shards of his own skull recede into the depths of his lumpy brain as a demon-possessed Mr. Weston smacked him across the face with the face of another dead boy. He could tape puke and not just his own as it mixed with raw pus, farting like a white juice cocktail out of the back of his undulating throat. (laughs) No, you worthless fuck! Mr. White screamed, drawing a gun from his desk drawer in his office. 
He shivered with horror as he bumble-fucked his way across the room, his shoes practically shaking off his feet. We're not even fathers anymore, you prick-wasting fuck-dumper! I'm gonna fuck your ass with this gun! <laughs> Mr. White took the barrel of his gun and lubricated it with his mouth, thrusting it back and forth between his lips the way he often did with his wife's cock. Very inclusive. He ran across the room in a zigzag I mean, pattern. To be fair, if your wife was a trans woman, you know what? I would you probably yeah, would do that. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good for him. He's not afraid to go down on her. And, and that means they probably adopted too. So you know, yeah, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Oh, kids died. Not good for the state of the orphanage. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, James Somerton, this is how you make commentary on something after uninterruptedly reading its text for, like, nine minutes at a time. Yeah, you knew we were going to make a joke about it. Yeah, we had to. And Carl White's fucking mattress planet. Uh, James Somerton's mattress planet. Is that the title of the episode? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how we get SEO on this, is we use James Somerton's. Hey, you know what? Fuck you, James. Uh, We're queer creators. You might not have ripped us off, but, you know, we'll use the fact that everyone hates you for a little SEO for a minute. I hate you, too. I think you're genuinely evil. I hate you personally. Yeah. Hey, uh, and this is legally actionable. Uh, Seinfeld. Hey, 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 uh, James Somerton, I'm going to... And I'm going to... And then I'm gonna and no, not for Ralph. And I'm gonna uh, you can you can attest that, that was a particularly unhinged one too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll uh, put, I'll put it on Patreon. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He ran across the room in a zigzag pattern, a pattern known to confuse child killers, and threw his arm through the air, missing Mr. Weston by an inch and a half. I want to say, like, if we're doing retrospectives on this stuff, a pattern knows, known to confuse <laughs> child, child killers. killers. That is one that's, of the funniest lines That's of this. a good one, yeah. <laughs> that's one of those lines that, like, you almost miss it. Sometimes when you're reading comedy yeah. writing, you almost miss those almost little things. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those ones. I remember not realizing it while you were reading it the first time and then going back and listening to it i'm like that's fucking golden yeah <laughs> <laughs> mr weston knuckled mr wit mr white in his fat side mr white taking just enough time to suck in another breath before launching his clenched fist through the air again then he pistol whipped a distraught mr weston child murderer across the face <laughs> streaks of gunmetal gray cut into mr weston's flesh Chunks of gore partitioning themselves from the old man's face like wet chunks of roast beef. I hope you enjoy the cold steel in your asshole! I'm imagining this fight scene animated like One Punch Man. (laughs) Yeah. From the corner of the store, where most of the kids had either crowded around the front window or escaped out the side door, four children started crying almost simultaneously. Their whimpering faces so sad, even Mr. White, in his fearless, enraged state, couldn't bear to look. So he turned away. Asshole. Fuck. Asshole. Fuck! Mr. White fucked the other father with a gun. <laughs> now nobody wins, you piece of dick! I hope you down and see a diarrhea, pissed out a shivering, click-cocking, fast fart! <laughs> Mr. Weston's asshole shot out bloody diarrhea. <laughs> I hope you like that shittering hands, you dick! You know what? Mr. White screamed. I don't! 
But I bet you don't like this gun up your fucking ass either. Now lick my eyeballs full of dicks. Ah! 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 And then it's in. It's over. <laughs> I only peaked the mic like nine times. That's a little cool. more than that, but it's it's all right. That's what audio editing is for. Yeah. Anyway, that's Carl White's Mattress Planet. That's Carl White's Mattress um, Planet, and it's yeah, the the reason this podcast exists. Yeah, I wanna like... I wanna read the reviews on this because there are reviews. Uh, easily one of the funniest things I've read on this website. Fucking a. <laughs> uh, man, all these comments are from 2009. So I genuinely think that this is like the most obscure thing that we've covered on here. So Probably, far. It was, like, yeah. One of the first things, with the exception of a couple of the more obscure fanfics, I would say yeah. Sad Blart is one of those as well. But yeah, but yeah. Um, how, where where are your thoughts and feelings at? My thoughts and feelings are with uh, the the fathers who uh, were affected by this tragedy. Yeah, and, you know. Thoughts and prayers. Grief makes monsters of us all, and I think that's the lesson we can take away from yeah. this. Grief makes child murderers of us all. Yeah, who hasn't <laughs> been sad and then found a dead kid and... Swung him over your shoulder and then used him like a yeah. baseball bat. I feel like someone should should make a fighting game character based off of Carl White's Carl White. Oh, God, yes. Yes. No, we need to do that. You got a dragon that. punch to be able to whip out that dead kid, though. <laughs> Anyway, um, hey, thanks for joining us. It's good to be back. Don't We're going to be releasing less episodes. Yeah, I went over that in the uh, short updates, but it's going to be bi-weekly from now on. We've got, you know, other stuff that we're working on. I'm going back to school. Which is awesome. I'm so excited for it's you. Go- it's fine. It's fine. It's going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Yeah, you I'm will. fine. I'm not terrified at all. The time will pass anyway. Yeah, sure will. Let's see if my GPA will be good enough. <laughs> You'll be fine. Real, I really want that gig at Tornante, so I gotta get this ball rolling. <laughs> um, any pluggables? Uh, you can follow me on my doobly-doos. It'll be down in the link tree down there. Yep, there'll be a link to that. Uh, I have a Discord server. You know what? Might as well put it out there. Uh right. If you fuck with our show, you probably like will like the vibe in there. I post my art and shit. If you're if you're a fan of the show, join the Jones Zone and <laughs> we can talk about the show there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we post updates for episodes there anyhow. Yeah, it's, um, it's the best way to keep up with the show. It, uh, yeah, it would be kind of cool to start building community, talk with people who aren't just like our friends who listen to the show. We know you're yeah. out there. And you know what would be a really, really great way to keep up with the show is if you subscribe. It really does help if you subscribe, you like, you comment, things like that, share it with your friends and family. Uh, we're we're going to be uh, revisiting some Tales Gets Trolled. Like, that's that's yeah. our plan is we're going to do that. We have some comics stuff in the pipeline because it's, it's fun and easy for us to do. Yeah. And Dev worked really, 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 really hard on the last glut of episodes. And, you know, it's time to do some stuff that's a little little easier on I on say that, but I'm reading a whole last book right now. I've been meaning to read it for a year, so I might as well. But um, that's foreshadowing for later. Yeah. Uh, foreshadowing my... is a narrative device. <laughs> my pluggables are, as always, the link to the Patreon is below. If you want access to early uploads of episodes, if you want access to other things I'm doing, you can read the first draft of my horror novella, which is slated for publication later this year. And, uh, you know, you'll get a whole bunch of bonus content for my webcomic, which is currently on hiatus at the moment due to lack of finances. But 
you know, you'll get all that extra content. I'll be posting thumbnails and things like that. There's a lot of stuff on there. Go check it out. So yeah, everything's in the link tree, link to the Patreon. I'd like to thank my patrons, Alex K and Christina Bone. Cool. Uh, and remember, everybody, see space. I was going to do the old one. See <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, space cowboy. Yeehaw! Yeehaw!